Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Today in, in the National Football League, had big time headlines involving quarterbacks, and one I got to say, it was pretty sad to see the retirement of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Fitzmagic walking away, 
after 37 years in the NFL. <laughs> he's played with all 32 teams. He started for all 32 teams and actually had one game where he started for both teams at the same time. It was very impressive when he played for the Bills and for the Jets in the same game. It was all, He was all-time no, official okay. quarterback. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick walking away in a, in a really great way, putting up the names of all those teammates that he played with in a in a social media tweet. Oh yeah, one of those of them. word kind of uh, yeah, amalgams. I mean, yeah, that was a pretty that was a pretty cool thing. But it, I tell you, no more Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic is gone from the National Football League. No more. No more are we going to hear. Hey, you know one thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick? He's a smart quarterback. He's a smart. Hey, you know he's really smart. You know what I want to say this for a guy. I'll tell you about it. For a guy who's so bleep, hey, if, if Luca Brazzi is so bleep and smart, how come he's so freaking dead? If Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> was so smart, why would he gamble so much and throw bad passes and turn the ball over so many times? Because that's who he was. He was either good or terrible, and he was terrible because he made bad decisions. Why are you throwing that football for a guy who's so smart? He took way too many chances. I, on the I would field. say he'd run the math. And he decided, much he like but, much like basketball teams living and dying by the three-point shot. Yeah, okay. Right? Just when the math breaks out, you say, all right, I'm going to come out better if we have this level of efficiency from this range. And for Ryan Fitzpatrick, it was, I would bet my arm strength and acumen, I can get the ball there more times than not. Yeah, but after how many times where it doesn't work, do you have to say, ah, maybe I can't. But, but, that, but that's a small <laughs> sample size of your total passes, <laughs> right? What's the acceptable fail rate, right? The tail on all your stuff when you were in school, right, is like plus or minus 5%, right? Mm-hmm. So if that's what we're doing for quarterback accuracy, then Ryan Fitzpatrick was saying, I fall within the acceptable fail threshold. <laughs> he was kind of... Uh... Uh, you remember Multiplicity with Michael Keaton? Oh, absolutely, Okay. Yeah. So every time they cloned Michael Keaton, he was a little bit less than the version yeah. before him, right? Okay, Ryan Fitzpatrick is kind of like a one-cloned-down version of Brett Favre. Because for the for the, the, the big games he had, he wasn't quite as dynamic as Favre, right? That's what he was. Now you're just picturing different cloned versions of Brett Favre. Uh, he wasn't somebody All, that, all wearing his, uh, yeah. his jeans and copper fit. <laughs> And figuring out how to get money that he shouldn't have from the state, but that's all. Is this where I play that football game with Jerome Bettis? Is this where we play that game? We play the game. I think he's paying that money back. Is this that commercial? Is this that commercial? Uh, But he was never as dynamic as you think he was, right? Like Fitzpatrick was someone who had one great year where he threw for thirty touchdowns against the Jets. I'll have more on that uh, that 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 year in a second. But against the Jets, uh, with the Jets. Sorry, with the Jets. That was his best year. I do like that you you well because he because he killed us, right? No, but that's the thing is that Fitzpatrick was someone who he would have big games but his bad games were just so bad mm-hmm. like you know he, he couldn't find any consistency like his bad games were all one touchdown four picks or no touchdowns three picks like dude you can't have a game you got to have two touchdowns two picks right that's got to be a bad game he, and he wasn't quite dynamic where he's making up for it with four touchdowns in a week right he was still good as you saw he started across the league and he had he had really good seasons he was able to step in and be a guy he wasn't anybody that everybody ever believed in full time which is why he jumped around the league but the whole thing like 
I'll tell you, look, his year with the Jets is a microcosm of who Fitzpatrick was, right? Because he had a he had a fantastic year, right? The Jets are on the cusp of the playoffs. They got to beat Buffalo in Week 17. Got to beat Rex Ryan and Buffalo in Week 17, and Buffalo's not very good. And what does Ryan Fitzpatrick do? He had thrown one interception, I think, in the seven games leading up to Week 17. This could have been the Jets didn't make the playoffs. We still haven't made the playoffs since. 2000 and bleep and 12. Okay. So it's been a long time. This would have been the first playoff for the Jets in like six, in like five years. But in the fourth quarter against the Bills, he throws three interceptions. He throws two ridiculously bad passes. And, and it, they were awful. And even Leotis McKelvin, who picked off the ball, said, Hey, we know that Ryan's going to give us a couple every game. And that's kind of who Fitzpatrick was, right? So the Jets lose that game, don't make the playoffs, and they spiral into oblivion. I mean, now. You know, now we're going to be great, but we spiral into oblivion for a long time. <laughs> but that's who Fitzpatrick was, and and he he could never just cut down on the turnovers a little bit. Like his big years were twenty four touchdowns and sixteen picks, mm-hmm. twenty four touchdowns and twenty three interceptions. Okay, that doesn't do it. You got to have a two to one ratio. If you're twenty four and twelve, okay, guess what? Teams are going to believe you're going to win a few more games. But he just couldn't stay away from turning the football over because he took way too many chances. He made throws. I'm like, where the hell is he throwing that football? The again, the guys supposed to be the smartest quarterback, right? It's like the line from Watchmen, I expected more from the smartest man in the world. I expected more from the smartest quarterback in the world. Hey, how about you just don't turn the ball over, like, ridiculously as much but as I'm you But I'm telling do. you, he had calculated the break speed of the cornerback <laughs> at an acceptable rate, and sometimes they exceed it. And sometimes he guessed wrong in terms of that cutback, saying, all right, on average, the guy is going to be able to recover X amount of feet uh, on the comeback route. And in this case, he would calculate incorrectly or maybe not put enough zip on the ball. All of those things. Well, yeah, I, maybe, I, I, he, maybe he was bad at math then. Maybe going to Harvard, maybe he didn't take any math classes then. No, no, maybe he did his a math, lot of math didn't work out. No, no, no. But look, you're, you're working to the average, right? You got enough of a sample size when you're throwing at least 30 passes a game, right? That's an acceptable sample size to give you statistically relevant data. <laughs> and when you do that over the course of a season, and you have those outliers, because okay. that's really what it comes down to, right? Yeah. If you got two picks out of 30, okay. you're, you're, you did succeed 28 All right. times. All right. Okay. You may not have completed, but 14 okay. of those. But <laughs> the other team didn't catch, but two of them. So if you look at that from a percentage basis, okay. if you're math-oriented, you're making my head you hurt right now. certainly <laughs> decide that you would hit the acceptable rate and that it was also up to your teammates. You were expecting the defense to allow only so many points per game. You're looking at your running backs to support you to a level. When that's the other problem is you look throughout his career, a lot of those places he stopped in, we didn't have much of a run game to support him. That was also uh, a common element. But we will miss the neck beard. Wait, we will know. miss the celebratory. Uh, <laughs> hey, he's going to have five good games yeah. for your fantasy squad. He'll have and five then, good games and eight really craptastic ones. And you're going to be riding. Ride, it's like, you know, and down the stretch they come. Can he hold it together? They're at the quarter pole. Can he hold it together to get to the finish line? That was Ryan Fitzpatrick weekend. Week out. Now I will say this one because it's a pretty good argument that I made. It for was. Him, you, you know. You, you know. You reminded me of doing that math. You reminded me of like the first time in Jurassic Park when they go into the lab and they meet the white coats and they're all like, "Yes, what we did was able to, to bring the DNA back with this combination." And they start calling stuff and up. All the code and, is up. Yeah. And you're just looking at the screen, going, "I don't understand. You brought dinosaurs back. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know the math. I don't know. You brought dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. But you're showing okay. me. You're showing That's me the proof. Okay. Yes. I need. I know. We need to do this so you understand. Yeah. <laughs> 
I see you're wearing a white coat. Yes, very serious. Yes, are you a good guy or a bad guy? Okay, the dinosaurs are coming back. You like that though? You like the acceptable threshold? I did. No, that was failure. good. I'm just, I'm just picturing you running around with cans of Barbasol and then the little dinosaur eggs are inside. Uh, but really, really, you had to wait. I will. <laughs> oh, hello, Harmon. <laughs> I will say this. Already, he's in talks with Amazon. And and this this is where I, I I firmly believe this is that everybody's always looking for the next great superstar on TV. Look, Tom Brady, whenever he retires, is getting paid thirty seven million dollars a year from Fox to analyze football games. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick is already talking to Amazon about being with them. He will be phenomenal on television because he is someone that has played so long with so many different teams that it tells great stories and you're going to say hey, intelligent guy you go to heart and tell where do you see him on television he's going to be that guy where you're going to watch him talk and, and you're going to say oh my i can't wait what story does he have next you know he's got a thought like the guy played almost 20 years with so many different teams he was a starter he was a backup he's self-deprecating he's a, he is he's a guy that's going to be great on television mark my words he's be the next great football oh, no, that'll be fun, right? I mean, that's the beauty of the expanding world, right, is that we'll get guys at least getting a chance to do this, right? Because before you had to be elite of elite, and we watched how oftentimes that failed. If you didn't have the name, right, right, and the the giant accolades behind you, you weren't even getting in the door. No, but now every, it's the every, but every every fan that watches. No, hey, we had Fitzpatrick for a season. No, it's it. And, that's and, my and, guy. And he gave me still. Yeah, he played for us. It's good. It works. No, he's got he's got that recognizability. That hey, he's going to wind up being really good. You know, just because of being around as long as he is now, he's going to be phenomenal on TV. I I, I believe that 100%. And then he'll talk about acceptable failure rates, just like I did. And then he's going to do the math, and he's going to go, yeah. You know they're going to make something about how Oh, they have to. Hey, you know, you know he's going to be on lab code his first... Uh... <laughs> it's the uh, the doctor. The, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for him to team him up with some like you know 28 year old play by play guy for the first time who's going to say, "Oh, he went to Harvard." I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> people, I wonder if people know that. Hey, you know, you went to Harvard, uh, Ryan. Is that uh, what was what were the classes like there? I went. He went to Harvard. Yeah. Okay. Here's great. the thing. Once you get in between the white lines, like it, that could help you in your film study, whatever else. You could use some of those things you learned. Once you're inside the white lines. They're going to beat your ass either way, <laughs> regardless of where you went to school. So go complete a pass and move on. The fact that that's been obsessed with for so many years always frustrated me. It just did. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A quote that's making its way around today is something Tom Brady said following the match last night, his big golf outing with Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. But I, I contend it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Like, it's gone into the ether. Because trying to actually find said quote... Well, is he, is a very difficult task. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like he wanted it scrubbed from existence. Immediately <laughs> <laughs> <find> this thing <laughs> after saying it <laughs> uh, on a roundtable on TNT following the match. Uh, again, he was with everybody. He was asked about why he decided to come out of retirement when he did, and he said that he felt pressure to end it because of free agency. Quote. It's not that I'm not 100% committed. It's just as soon as I make the commitment to do it, it's like, ugh, all right, here we go. It's like running a marathon. You can't decide two weeks before the marathon, hey, I'm going to start running. We got right to free agency, and I felt some pressure to do it and talked to the team and organization, and it all worked out. This is a load of crap. It is a big, I, he's trying to deliver a big load of crap to your doorstep and say, here you go, I want you to believe it. Um, Tom Brady, you had retired. 
You didn't have to worry about free agency. You were done. You were done with the National Football League. You had retired. You had retired. Retired means you don't play anymore. Retired well. means, well, I'm retired, but then I'll come out when it's time for free agency. No, you retired from the game. So in theory, because I'm borrowing my Carmen fame, yeah. in theory, when he says, in theory, I like your point, in <laughs> theory, Tom Brady should not have had to worry about this, right? Because he was retired, right? I'm done. Okay, you guys figure it out. I'm done playing, man. I finished. No. He came out of retirement because the plan was always to play. And I keep telling you this, that he wanted to get out of Tampa and he wanted to get to a different destination. Now, maybe it was Miami and the whole story about, oh, I'm going to be part owner of the team and I'm going to be the quarterback at the same time. I'm going to be the point guard and the other guard and the forward and the other forward like Jane Lynch and role models. (laughs) Uh, Or he wanted to get to San Francisco. He wanted to get someplace outside of Tampa Bay and he couldn't do it. He thought, I'm going to retire. They're going to file my papers. Everything's good and I can walk away because I still have a contract with Tampa Bay. However, Tampa Bay saw this and said, well, we're going to sit here and uh, see what you want to do. Bruce Arians even said, no, we wouldn't let him go to another team. It's bad business. There was no reason for him to retire if he was undecided. All Brady had to do, if he was if this, if this, he was telling us the truth, is it right at the season to just say, uh, you know what, I'm I'm sorry, I, uh, I don't know if I want to play or not next year, um, so I'm going to take some time and decide. And they would say, okay, Tom, decide by free agency. And then he decides, I'm going to play. Everything's great, right? But he retired. He didn't have to retire, but he decided to retire. Why? Because it was a move. It was a strategic move to try to get out of Tampa. Because you telling me Tampa would have said, oh, Tom, we're not going to let you take your time. you got to let us know in a week. You know, we're going to move on. No, it's Tom. Take your time, whatever you want. You won the Super Bowl for us. If that was the case, that's what he would have done. He would have waited and taken the time to decide, right? He's never once said, my mistake was retiring. He's never said, oh, I shouldn't have. I was too hasty with my retirement. He's never really covered, dude, why did you retire at all in the first place? I'm telling you, it was strategic. He was, wasn't able to pull off what he wanted to pull off, and only Brady knows exactly what that's going to be. But it was probably something in that realm of Dolphins, 49ers, someplace else. Didn't see Tampa as being a team that's going to go to the Super Bowl. The guys have gotten older. They weren't as good. They went home in the playoffs earlier. But I still want to keep playing, so I'm going to get someplace else where I can go play and hopefully continue to win Super Bowls. And boy, San Francisco is more loaded now than they were a year ago. All of these things. But... To him to try to tell us that, hey, yeah, I felt the pressure to return. If you were done, you were done. So, um, again, he was never retired. He was never retired from the game and wanted to do something and thought retiring was a strategic way to do it, and it backfired on him, and that's why he came back. Well, we go back to the end of January when this story was starting to percolate, right? And it became the the question of, all right, was it leaked? Tom Brady Sr., denying that it existed. Hey, he's made no determination, all of those things. Finally, we get all the Instagram posts and everything else. And he had his 40-day sojourn, right? Basically, the Lenten season, as we joked about uh, very early in the process before it became in vogue to do so, you know, once Lent actually hit. But the, the point being that the way he's explaining it now, it works beautifully for him because you can believe it because they had a number of free agents that they had to clean up work on. Right. So him saying, hey, they needed to know at the start of free agency if I was coming back and I needed to decide one for the ramp up, but two, to make sure I didn't lose a bunch of teammates. It makes him look pretty good, doesn't it? Makes him look like a good organizational and and good teammate guy. Now, I like Tom Brady that we see in the match and all this other stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Curse everybody out. Oh, yeah. Make fun of everybody. Didn't really like that he was fat shaming Josh Allen, who's not fat. But that's a whole other thing. Uh, but when yeah, we, he definitely had some fun with Josh Allen. Yeah, no, night. he was yeah. really poking at him. Yeah. He says, hey, I got, I got one of these. You don't have one of these. Yeah. You know, all of those kind of fun things. But it's just the, the idea of this determination. Yeah, from a timeline perspective, it works. But as you and I had said from the end of January, I mean, this isn't the last of him. And I'd love to know what the details are. Hopefully we do get a candid approach in a book, a podcast that he does once he's a member of our Fox family in the round table. Are you kidding me? I'll be sitting there going, oh, 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 like I'm a horse shack going back to Welcome Back, Cotter. There you go. Timely reference. It's lived for 40 years, people. You know it. But just that idea of what what was real, what was imagined. But thinking that the Bucks were ever going to let him out, yeah, is is really for a guy that's made. We talk about Fitzpatrick and calculations. Tom Brady's made a lot of great calculations in his career, right? A lot of opportunity uh, t- opportunities for growth. A lot of great partnerships, expansion into so many different areas. This one, I, I don't. I can't believe he would have miscalculated that. Oh, they they got their Super Bowl. They're going to let me just. Walk. I, I, I think he thought he knew he made a mistake by signing for that contract for another year, and I, th- I think that's the bane of what's going on. Is like, man, if I just didn't sign for the other year, I could do whatever I yeah, wanted but, to do. But here's the thing: and the team, the hold team on they on. have assembled there. Now you bring in Akeem Hicks uh, on your defensive line as part of the rotation. You, you got a, a squad in the NFC. Oh yeah, there's, one, there's worse teams to go to, but there's other team places he wanted to get. No, 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 but that's just it. You Did know? he want to go follow a little of the Kevin Durant? Hey, if I go up to Silicon Valley, I could be a uh, big deal like him. But I'm telling you, load of crap. Tom Brady. Oh, I came back for free agency. Load of crap. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Celtics outscoring Golden State 40-16 to in the fourth. They take game one in dominant style. Joining us now on the hotline from the finals. He's on Twitter at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher, Fox Sports 1, NBA Insider. Uh, Rick, everybody's kind of stunned. This fourth yep. quarter from the Celtics, um, are you of the, hey, I still got to see how this happened mode, or are you, oh, yeah, I saw exactly how this happened mode? No, I, I, I know exactly how it happened, and it's one of the elements that I didn't know whether the Celtics would be capable of exploiting, but the Warriors – perimeter defense their 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 ability to defend the three has been suspect throughout these playoffs if there's one weakness that they've had 
They simply haven't played a team that's been able to take advantage of it. And Boston did, obviously, shooting the ball lights out, not getting it from necessarily their their the where you would expect, but their ancillary players, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, Derek White, uh, all of them were knocking down threes. And to me that was that was really the the huge difference. And it will be interesting to see how this goes going forward, because we we think of like and and we saw the 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 clay Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Steph Curry uh, combination down the stretch, and I think Steve Kerr was like, okay, if it's going to be a three-point shooting contest, let me let me put my guys out there, <laughs> and they couldn't match it when it came to shooting threes, and but even bigger, they they couldn't defend it. And what I will be interested to see going forward, in particular, is the Al Horford, Kevon Looney combination, because obviously Kevon is not going to shoot threes. He's not a threat that way. And I would dare say is not going to feel comfortable stepping out and trying to defend Al at the three-point line. As, as Al has demonstrated, uh, he, he, that, that shot is without question in his arsenal. And, uh, you know, I had some people uh, were talking about the game afterwards were suggesting, yeah, but he's not going to hit – wait, Al hit six threes. He's not going to hit six threes every night. And I said, well – Grant, Will- Grant Williams hit a ton of them, too. If you leave a guy open, if you leave a guy wide open, he may not hit six, but he's going to hit three or four, and that can be the difference uh, in this series. So we'll see where it goes. Warriors seem to be, in, in, in hearing them talk after the game, they are full of confidence that they learned a lesson, that this is no reason to panic or whatever. But i got to tell you, for a team, for a Boston Celtics team that had never been in the NBA Finals before, was staring at a 12-point hole. They demonstrated the resilience that they have all year long and turned this around and have every reason to feel good about themselves right now. Yeah, a lot of outlier talk. Al Horford, as you mentioned, is shooting about 46% from three during the playoffs. Yeah. But, the, I mean, I guess the big question defensively, you know, Jason Tatum goes three of 17, but a lot of wide-open drive-and-dish opportunities for Horford and others. Uh, what do you do if you're Steve Kerr? Well, I, I, there are ways to, to limit Tatum and simply do a better job of rotating out and contesting those shots. I mean, honestly, I, I, I can't completely fault the Warriors because they left the Dallas Mavericks open for a lot of, of, of threes, sure. and they didn't pay a price. And so the feeling like, hey, we can get away with, with playing this way, uh, you know, they, they, they learned a a very important lesson that in game one here that that they cannot. So I, I fully believe that they can play much better defense when it comes to that. And then we'll just see if, if Boston either has a counter or can continue to hit those shots, even if they are more hotly contested than they were. Hey, Rick, has Kevin Durant called you about coming on for an interview after game one? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he'd be interested in, in, in talking about the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 KD is, yeah, between KD and Draymond Green and this is, uh, they've, they've created their own like sub Twitterverse. Uh, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, but I'm going to, I'm going to stick with paying attention to the guys who are, uh, actually playing right now and not worry about the guys who are, I'm doing whatever whatever KD is is doing at the moment. He he made the choice. I'd rather go to Brooklyn. 
I'd rather play with Kyrie. Uh, okay, fine. You, you have your time. I'm not going to pay attention to you. I got better things to do because the uh, your your old team is back in the finals. Well, brand building. That's what they're doing. Both he and Draymond. They're they're now baiting all sorts of media I, folks in. So uh, I, I well, would like them to put my name in their mouth. So I'm going to deride them uh, as strenuously as I can. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I mean, yes, there there is some advantage, but it, at some point, like it feels like you're jumping the shark. And in, in all seriousness, I kept thinking about this because Draymond looks looked very ordinary uh, in this game. Yes, he did. And um, and I look. Guys have made movies. Guys have all kinds of off-the-court uh, interests and whatnot, and um, I'm never going to fault them for that. But the second that your game doesn't look right or looks subpar and you're involved in all of this other stuff, especially at this time of year, especially at this level, then you are opening yourself up for criticism and recrimination on – is your focus really in the right place? And Draymond Green, unless he turns it around in this series, is going to be open to that. Like, dude, you're 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 busy building uh, the new media when you're looking like a very old player, and you're still getting paid more for the form for the latter rather than the former. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, uh, live from the Chase Center with us, Rick Buecher covering the NBA Finals here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let me bring up something that we talked about going into the series, and I told you this is why I was picking the Celtics, and that mm-hmm. we watched the Grizzlies series, and the Grizzlies... Did you say that? Did you really say that? Did you say that to me? Did I say... Was I, that said? All these things I said tape? to you. Do we have tape of that? Yes, I, it, it's, it's the interview that we did where Matt Buecher was on with us. So there, so oh, there okay. was that, yeah. Somebody- so maybe you didn't say it to me, but you may have said it. To <laughs> it might it might have been a discussion oh, with. I'm with sorry, that. I I I did I did the uh, I did the the double on your ball on the ball podcast with Matt Buecher. I, I, I did, I did that go. show. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, By the way, if I'm not mistaken, Matt Buecher did pick the Celtics to win the series. That's why I did his podcast. That's why I, that's why I came on with him. He agreed with me on it. Yeah, it's on the ball squared. I don't know if you saw that. It's, it's on iTunes. It's doing great. Uh, you know, we talked about this in the series with the, with the Grizzlies, that the Grizzlies play defense really well, and you saw Steph yep. and Clay have difficulty getting their shots. And then yeah. the Celtics are now a different animal entirely, and the yep. teams were allowed to play tonight, which is a huge advantage uh, for yep. the Warriors because, hey, we, we can get away with our stuff. Um, but you watch the fourth quarter, and you watch Steph and Clay have difficulty finding their spots. And if it's going to come down to the fourth quarter like this, Boston can play defense this way. I, I don't know how you expect how the Warriors expect it to kind of flip this around at all. Yeah, I no, I agree. It, it's um, what's well, a combination of things. Number one, look, I thought Steph was was very good, but it, it looked it reminded me of last year where. He wasn't getting the same space because Clay and Andrew and Draymond and whoever else he was on the floor with couldn't knock down shots. And so they were able to in, intensify their attention to Steph and make things harder for him in a way that they didn't early on. Um, so I, I think it really comes down to Steph is demonstrating he's capable of still finding his spots. But if they're going to throw that much attention to him, if they're going to trap him, then I, I, Andrew Wiggins was passing up open shots. Like, you can't do that. And Clay simply is going to, has to make the shots that he, that, that, that he gets. 
and that didn't happen. And if that doesn't happen, then I just don't know that there's enough Steph can do uh, to to still pull out this uh, to pull out this series. And it really creates an interesting dynamic, an angle that I had not thought of going in, which is what if Steph averages 30, but the Warriors don't win the series? Are we going to look at look at it and say, like, because there's still that hanging out that 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 narrative hanging out there? Like, can Steph be the Finals MVP and lead the Warriors to a championship? Well, what if he puts Finals MVP numbers up, but they don't win? Like, is he going to take a hit, or are we going to say, hey, look, Steph proved he can do it on this level at this stage? The Warriors collectively simply weren't good enough. I don't know where it's going to go. Obviously, it's going to depend on how things unfold. But it is a it is an an, an angle and a potential storyline that I had not considered as a possibility going into the series. And based on Game One, it now looks like it could potentially be exactly that. Well, I want 800 words on how Steph Curry can win NBA Finals MVP if the Warriors get swept. Like I want to know if they lose four oh. zip, how Steph can still win the MVP. <laughs> Okay. Because you know, I'll, you know, uh, voters want get, to give it to them. You know, they're dying to give it to them. I'll get the analytics team on that right away. Yeah. No. Well, you know what? I, I do. No. I honestly, I believe that is an element where there, there is. It was two parts. Number one, I believe that when it comes to the media today, and this is not all, but but some, and and a greater percentage than ever. Um, it matters to media members today how they are viewed by the people that they cover, that they are liked by the people that they cover. And I think a lot of it is driven by the fact that access is so difficult. And so you want to be in favor uh, with, with the people that you cover. And as a result, like if there's a narrative out there that Steph didn't get a M finals MVP that he deserved and isn't he a great guy and like, let's reward him. Like, I think that element is, is more, of a reality than it's ever been. And so to your point, like, I think there, I think there would be, I think you would, I think you would have some analytics driven. Uh, I just like Steve, Stephen Curry uh, media members who might have a vote for finals MVP who would find a way to justify uh, voting for him anyway. Probably wouldn't be the majority, but I guarantee you he would get a couple votes. No, that's why I like my perch here, Rick, where I just say what I feel and I, I don't yep. really care if I need to get access or not. And and certainly with guys with their podcasts, their brand building, etc., uh, they they can tell the story themselves, right? Give you limited in the post, and then go do their own thing. Uh, yeah. Certainly, but, th- like that all NBA voting is still a problem to me. But they yeah. collectively bargained it, so it's their own fault. But as Jack, <laughs> as Jackie McMullen said, and I agree with her, and I'm glad that she said it. Um, she basically said whether it's Draymond Green or Kevin Durant, she said, I can tell your story better than you can, way better than you can, and it's not close. And she's right. So they can produce it and they can talk it, but um, professionals at the game like Jackie McMullen, top of the, top of the line, who's going who's gonna to do the work and is going to give you an honest appraisal and give you the entire picture and do it, in an entertaining and dramatic way, she's right. She's right. She, she does a story on Draymond Green about who Draymond Green is and how he plays and what he's about. It's going to be better than any story Draymond Green could tell about Draymond Green. That's a fact. 
Lastly for you, Rick, stay with the Warriors uh, real quick. Uh, Jordan Poole looked overmatched, o- overwhelmed by yeah. his first uh, finals appearance. As much as we could have said that for the Celtics earlier, he played 25 grossly ineffective minutes. How do, how do yep. they get him back in so the death lineup actually has some punch? Worst, worst plus minus, I believe, of any player that played. Um, I don't know that he would have played all those minutes if it weren't for the fact that they were behind and Kerr was just looking. He, he decided – I need offense. I need to score points. Let me see if it'll work. Honestly, I don't know that he can get back to it because his defensive principles are just so bad. Uh, I don't think he can score enough to stay on the floor. I I believe this is going to be a real steep learning curve for him, and he's going to have to come back a a different defensive player next year if he wants to be meaningful at this stage of the season. The the Celtics are going to hunt him. I mean, it was – uh, Emmanuel Acho and I were having this conversation on Speak for Yourself. He kept putting Jordan out there as an important player, and he was going to do this. And I said, I think he's going to be sitting next to Steve Kerr uh, far more because Steve's going to lose confidence in putting him out there because the Celtics are going to exploit him defensively. And halfway through the game, Acho texted me, and he goes, man, Jordan Poole really can't play defense, can he? I told you. I mean, guys are just – you know, pump fake coming down the lane, dunking it. Jalen Brown had one. There was another play similarly. Um, I, I just I don't know that you can make that when you haven't you haven't honed that ability. I don't know that you can suddenly change in the finals uh, at this point. So I think it's going to be a learning curve. I think if the Warriors are going to win the series, um, they're going to have to do it with. Um, very spotted uh, contributions from Mr. Poole. He's on Twitter at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher, Fox Sports 1 Insider. Check out On the Ball with Rick Buecher or On the Ball Squared with Matt Buecher. <laughs> Both podcasts breaking down the NBA Finals. Rick, as always, buddy, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you. Oh, uh, you got it. Uh, subscriptions are double the price for the, the uh, On the Ball Squares. <laughs> Understandably. You're the best, Rick. (laughs) See you, buddy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is what I've talked about with Steph Curry for a long time, is that when it comes down to the end of games, the end of big games, he can't get his shot off. Well, the system broke. It's it, it broke. It's broke. It's broke. Teams are able to clamp down on him because he's a smaller player and he can't get the shots that he got earlier in the game. It just happens that way. You're not going to get the shots in the fourth quarter that you got in the first quarter. Part of it for Boston tonight was they got a little lost defensively. They don't want to give the open shots to Steph Curry. But as the game went on, when it came time to say, okay, now it's time to play win in time defense. What happened? Steph didn't get the looks. Clay didn't get the looks. Right in four in the fourth quarter when Boston knew, okay, defensively we're going to clamp down here. Uh, suddenly they couldn't get their shots. Now Clay has been has had a very uneven postseason. He's had a couple of games where he's been great. He's had a lot of games where he's been awful. And you know we talked about him hitting the wall and and playing a lot of basketball after not having a lot of basketball. But Steph 
this is sort of who he's been. When it comes to the late moments in the fourth quarter, he can't get his own shot. And he's not able to get to the hoop and 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 get a big dish to be able to still have his team get a bucket, right? Like Jason Tatum was having a bad night tonight. He still found a way to get to the to get to the hoop and dish off. Well, but that's and, just and, it. And, and he changed his game of all right, if they're gonna leave our three point shooters yeah. open, I'll drive and dish. No. I don't need to score. Steph can't do that, especially when they're playing against against a really good defensive team. Now, some teams, Steph gets loose in the fourth quarter, and he has a big fourth quarter, but when you need baskets at the end of games, he's not going to be able to give them to you because of that. And we, like I said, we saw a little bit of it in the Grizzlies series because the Grizzlies are a terrific defensive team, and they had much more difficulty in that series than it looked like because there were times when, look, they didn't score a lot, and Steph and Clay both had trouble getting their shots. It wasn't the same, hey, the Splash Brothers are wide open. You can't guard one, not the other. This is not the heyday of the Golden State Warriors. It's more, can the Warriors eke out one more championship before they get too old? And I picked the Celtics because I said they're going to make them look old during the course of the series, and they already made him look old tonight in Game 1. But that fourth quarter defense, you can't just expect, well, Steph is going to hit these shots and Clay's going to... No, it's, it's not how the Warriors do it. And now that the Celtics are a team that are by far and away the best defensive team that the Warriors have played. And you've seen the history that when Marcus Smart guards Steph Curry, uh, things usually don't go well for Steph Curry. Uh, That's the big warning sign for this series where you go, how are we going to get around this now? How do we get around this team? Unless the, the series starts getting called incredibly differently and guys are going to the free throw line every five seconds, I don't see how the Warriors have a way out of this. Well, and that's one of the big points to make out of this is that for both Marcus Smart and Derek White, when we were doing our keys to the series, it was going to be, well, what's the early foul count? right? Do you get a couple of early ticky-tack fouls? couple of touch fouls where Steph's going to the line and all of a sudden it kind of changes how you have to play and your defensive rotations, roster rotations get changed up. That didn't happen here. And, you know, hot take nonsense. I want to hear it now, right? All the people that were, you know, clamoring of, oh, look who the the path that the Celtics had. This guy wasn't there. This guy wasn't there. Well, everybody was president accounted for for game one. And in the fourth quarter, they came out and they beat down and snatched it away from the Warriors. Right, defensively they clamp down, no open space. Offensively, drive and dish, and they made their shots. Right, I want to hear all of the excuse making. Yeah, it's only one game, but we watched the blueprint that we were laying out. And the question I asked Rick Buecher to end his visit last hour, asking about Jordan Poole, so important to them all season long. Right when mm-hmm. Clay was still on the comeback trail, when Draymond was out, when Steph missed time, he was huge. You know what? Liability defensively and he 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 was shrinking in the moment in his offensive sets four turnovers and defensively just a liability so what do you do if you can't get him because you look at moody didn't get off the bench Mm -hmm. kaminga played what one minute right so you got guys that were supposed to be integral parts of rotation and the young guys to spell minutes well they weren't there tonight even with a big lead, they never saw the court. And then in the fourth quarter, we saw the breakdown and saw the Celtics really apply the pressure. And that's with Jason Tatum having an off shooting night. So now it shifts. And what do you if you want to go and over, you know, overplay him, he's going to keep kicking the ball out. Are they going to shoot at this high a clip from three point range? Maybe, maybe not. But I'll take my chances with a professional 
NBA player standing at the arc waving at you <laughs> saying, hey, if you're not going to cover me, I- I'm going to do it. Hell, Draymond took four of them. He said he felt great about his three-point shooting. You want Draymond taking three-pointers? <laughs> All day long. If that's what your offense becomes, go ahead. Let Draymond shoot. Mm, I said Celtics in six, and I may have been giving the Warriors too much credit. Ooh, look out! Hot look take! Out. Hot take! Flamethrower! Oh, be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 